Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So let's get Mike's reaction to that right now. Hello, Mike. Hey, how are you guys? What do you make of that story, Mike? I saw you wrote about it a little bit for PFT. I was surprised. I'm not surprised there would be division between Kenny Pickett or Mason Rudolph. I'm surprised by the idea that they've already slammed the door internally on possible upgrade when you've got a season with so many guys that will be available. A surprising number of names on that list. How could you not look at that list and say, damn, one of these guys is better than either of our current options? Mike, if we take them at face value that they have slammed the door on that, what do you think is driving that decision in light of what you just said could be out there? Or who do you think would be driving the decision to slam the door on it? Well, I don't take the the report at face value. I mean, look, who knows? Maybe they're being coy. Maybe they don't want to unreasonably set expectations before they decide who they want. The Steelers are the betting favorites to get Russell Wilson, which tells me somebody knows something, unless it's just a reflection of, of the betting trends. If, if, if it was impossible, if it wasn't happening, if they'd slammed the door, he wouldn't be the favorite to go to Pittsburgh. So, you know, if, if the only explanation I would have, if it is true, they've already come to their consensus, they've already made their decision that they're not going to dip their toe in that pool. I just, I think that that's, that's uh, a foolish decision to make prematurely. You don't know what it's going to cost to get some of these guys. You don't know whether or not somebody would be willing to maybe take less to come play for you. Maybe they wanted to play for the Steelers their whole life. It's, just, it's, it's early. Next week is when a lot of stuff gets found out in Indianapolis when agents and teams get together and they tamper like crazy and nobody ever says anything about it. Mike, you uh, keep saying they, I think meaning the collective of the Steelers, Art Rooney, Mike Tomlin, their front office. I just want to bring something else to your attention. One of our producers, Harry Callis, asked Jerry Dulac today. He said, Jerry, are you convinced Mike Tomlin really wants Rudolph back after the multiple times he's buried him on the depth chart? To which Dulac replied, really good question. So it seems to me like the head coach, at least to one of the biggest insiders, is not sold on the idea of Rudolph. So to, back to Chris's question, uh, isn't it logical to conclude that their quarterback decision might be most heavily influenced by what the owner wants in this situation? Well, we have said many times during this segment over the past few years that Art Rooney is in charge of everything and he doesn't feel compelled to pull the spotlight onto himself. He doesn't get credit or blame 
for the decisions that are made, but he's heavily involved. And a lot of owners are involved. It's just the way that it is. So is it as simple as we want to get full value out of this first-round pick and look back what happened with Terry Bradshaw and how long it took for him to finally reach his potential and maybe we're willing to give Kenny Pickett the same kind of time, the same opportunity to get himself to what he's ultimately destined to become. And we're not going to be in the business of flushing these, these young quarterbacks like so many teams do, give up on him after one year, two years. There, maybe, maybe it's an institutional thing, no different than we're going to stick with a coach as long as we want and longer than anybody else because we're patient, we're stable, and this is what we do. I, I still think it's foolish, but I would, I would understand the reasoning because it's backed up by the history. What do people around the – I mean, do you talk to people around the league who look at the Steelers' approach, Mike, at times and, and kind of scratch their heads and say, yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Like, their patience has given way to complacency here. Do, do people around the league sort of ever comment on this offhandedly? No, no. And if anything, people with other teams kind of like the idea of an organization that is very slow to change. You know, it makes it easier for you to, to, to do your job when you're not worried that any one year could be the last year. And look at how many owners out there will file, fire a coach during his first season, after his first season, and not give people a full chance to, to really blossom into whatever they're going to be. So I haven't heard many reactions to that, but I think the reaction largely would be, damn, I wish my owner was that way. Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, our guest here Wednesdays at 3.30. All right, Mike, quick game we're going to play. I have a quarterback. I'm going to name him. And just the team that pops into your head right away, the team that you think that guy will play for next season. Let's start with your guy, Kirk Cousins. Now, I want to be sure that we understand the limitations of this game. We're just playing a game here. I don't know what's going to happen. I still think it's going to be Minnesota, but it's not Minnesota. It'll be Atlanta. It's a very limited game, Mike, so don't worry. We're not going to bring any of this back on you and, right. and, and hit you so with it later. So first blush there, you think he's back in Minnesota with the Vikings. Justin Fields. I don't think anybody else is going to pay him the kind of contract or offer him the kind of contract that's going to get him to leave, and I think at the end of the day he stays in Minnesota. But it's not Minnesota. I think Atlanta. Okay, how about Fields? That's a great question, and I don't know. And here's the problem. Here's the problem. What are you going to get for Fields in a year where you've got all of these other veteran quarterbacks available in free agency? They may have to wait a while if they decide to move on from him. My, my choice, if I was in the Bears' brain trust, would be keep Fields. So the answer would be preferably Chicago. Bears. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Bucks. Bucks. But I'm intrigued. If they don't use the franchise tag on him, and Rick Stroud, who covers the Bucks for the Tampa Bay Times, said they're going to use it on Antoine Winfield Jr. If anybody, if they don't use the tag on him and don't sign him before the 11th when the legal tampering period starts, who knows? A lot of people missed out on him last year, and he signed for only $4 million. I, 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 I'm intrigued by where he could land, but I think the Bucks will be smart and get something done. Joe Flacco. Nowhere. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know, maybe just like last year. Are you going to pull a Roger Clemens play? and just hang out and wait for a, an opportunity that looks sounds good? like. 
Uh, I always thought Brett Favre was going to do that. I always thought that there would be a year or two of Favre doing the Clemens thing where you just sit and you hang out and you wait for an opportunity to pop up and you just trust it will. And for quarterbacks, it's it's hard to to envision and predict that there's going to be a lot of injuries. But there because always that are. Usually doesn't happen. This past year it went crazy though, and look how many guys had to be injured before his phone even rang. So I don't know that he's going to want to do the whole training camp, off-season workout. Nobody's going to let him be the starter. I think that that it'll be nobody, and he'll wait to see if there's a rash of injuries and an opportunity pops up and he he joins somebody during the season. Russell Wilson. The Raiders. I think the Raiders. When, When all that stuff hit the fan late in the season and there was a lot of chatter and people talking on and off the record, I got the impression that Wilson was going to be willing to take the minimum salary Stick the Broncos for the rest of it because he's due to make $39 million fully guaranteed in 2024, and the ultimate spite move would be go to the Raiders. Tannehill. I don't know. I think Tannehill is going to be one of these delayed reactions. Let's see who didn't get the guy that they thought they were going to get, and then somebody may scramble to get him. I could see him as an option in Minnesota if Cousins surprisingly leaves. Atlanta if they don't get the guy they're looking for. And Hey, Arthur Smith, who coached Tannehill well enough to become a head coach in his own right, how are you not pitching Ryan Tannehill as a better alternative than Kenny Pickett and and Mason Rudolph? How about business of football all-star Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah. I don't know. I'm not a big Jimmy Garoppolo fan. And, I mean, talk about meathead. He had $11.25 million riding on not getting suspended. You give the Raiders a gift-wrapped ability to avoid paying you that money that was fully guaranteed. They're going to cut him. He's going to be available. And I think the question is this. I raised this the other day on our PFTPM podcast. He was at one point the highest-paid player in the NFL. Now, it didn't last very long. He was at $27.5 million, and then Kirk Cousins signed with the Vikings for $28. And it's amazing to think in just six years the market's nearly doubled the quarterback. But – Will he take whatever he can get like a Joe Flacco, or will he say, I don't need to go be the number three guy on somebody's depth chart. If I'm not the starter, I'm just not going to play. Will he do a Roger Clemens thing? That's going to be interesting because it's rare that you see a guy that was paid like a high-end franchise quarterback just continue to cash whatever checks he can cash. Flacco is the aberration. Most guys who were ever at the top of the mountain, once the starting opportunities dry up, they tap out, and he's not going to be the starter somewhere. Question is, is he willing to be a backup or even a third string? Mike, any theory on the on who the little birdie is that told Chad Johnson that Russell Wilson will be with the Steelers next year? No, no, Peter yeah. King. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right, Mike, good stuff. We'll talk again next week. Right. See, ya. See ya. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.